Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by the Gateway Section of the PGA. Hey, welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Pearlie. You uh, swimming with the Dolphins still down there, Pearl? Where the hell you are? I sure am. I sure am. Enjoying every every day of it. So thanks for asking. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, get ready because I'm going to ask you about uh, social media here in a minute. Uh, the yeah. show's formatted like a round of golf. The first segment's called the On the Range segment. And the On the Range segment is brought to you by the Gateway PGA. Um, please help me congratulate the 300-plus men and women in our section, at our clubs, at our driving ranges, all over the area, helping to make your golf experience better. Um, all right, Pearl, you've got eight seconds for our social media. Go. I had to, I had to double down on social media and check, and we've not been censored in any of our social media uh, avenues. And uh, okay, that's all, all you got. Very... Okay, we're. <laughs> We're doing great. Social media, check the box. Um, Donahue Painting and Refinishing, 314-805-2132. The inside or the outside of your home, these folks are terrific at refurbishing, refinishing, painting. Uh, Man, they do great work. Check them out online and give them a call, 314-805-2132. All right, Pearl. We got a lot of really positive responses a couple of weeks ago when we didn't have a guest on the show. So we're going right back at uh, this thing we're, we're calling Story Time with Pearly. That's what we called it. Everybody seemed to uh, really gravitate towards that. I think, meet this could be a book and a TV deal Ooh, coming up for the least. for the Dolphin King. I'm oh. thinking the Dolphin King. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> wow. What did I do other than get a new segment? And now I get I, this is the this is the thanks I got. Okay, I'm ready. I'm all right. ready. All right, all right. So let's. Uh, okay, so Pearl, I want to talk about the Brooks Kepka, and let's just talk about Brooks. We can bring Bryson Deschambeau in in the back end if you want. But here's a guy, another great finish in a major championship. Um, really never threatened to win because he came from so far back. But, man, he had a lot of looks on the back nine on 18. Really, really played well. But there's – I can't help – the word strange just keeps coming up when I think of him. He he tells people, uh, the only time you ever see me playing golf is on tour. You know, he's trying to tell everybody he doesn't practice, he doesn't doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. I I don't know what he does, but – he has not hesitated to keep volleying this Bryson DeChambeau feud up. And this Q rating thing, Pearl, is something that we should probably talk about a little more in depth. Okay, a couple things on that. Who was the player back in your day that said the same thing that he never practiced and played kind of off season? I think it was Bruce Litsky. Yep. And the story goes that his caddy, or I probably not his caddy, another player. It was us. Kind of on that. We so put the banana in his bag. Yep. You put the banana. Well, you tell the story. You you may have been the banana the banana guy. Well, no, we put because he said he would he, when he went home. He doesn't even take his clubs out of his bag, and yep. so um, everybody was not one person did it. Ed Fiore did it, but he put a, a couple of bananas in his bag, and when he got back 
out on tour, we rendezvoused with him, and the bananas were still in the bag right at the top where he would have if he what the bottom line is he didn't do anything at home. He didn't practice. He coached his kids uh, a little league and baseball and softball and did all of that and uh, it didn't practice at all. It was good for him to get away. It worked for him. I can't imagine that. And he kind of lived his life that way because he kind of walked away from golf at some what seemed like a fairly early time anyway. But uh, anyway, that's a side story on this thing. Yes, the PGA Tour is using Google search Q ratings to award bonuses to golfers out of a $40 million pool. I think this is wrought with crazy time. But what, why are they doing this, Jay? Well, it's, this, is, this is in direct response, John, to the premier, uh, what do they call it, the premier tour? Oh. The, 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 the premier golf league. Yeah, the premier golf league that, that dangled tens of millions of dollars in front of the best players to come over and play in small fields and play elite uh, events that um, um, and, and play for outlandish uh, amounts of money. And um, to the players' credits, I guess, you know, no one really bought on it. Mickelson thought it was kind of interesting. But um, the thing is, John, back when I was on tour, Greg Norman just had a, a, a burr in his saddle with Tim Fincham, our commissioner. And he got together with Rupert Murdoch, an extremely wealthy fellow Australian, and he had this idea of creating a world tour that was going to challenge the PGA Tour. He was going to assemble events around the world and try to get the best players to play in these events and kind of challenge the PGA Tour. And Fincham basically created the World Golf Championships in response to that. So there are some similarities here. But I didn't personally think this Premier Golf League had any legs to stand on. Did you? Well, early on I did, but I heard several different interviews where some of the guys, you just mentioned Mickelson, but some of the other guys I thought were further along as far as maybe agreeing in concept, I'll call it. And there was big dollars being thrown out there. So, you know, it's just, it's just, they were trying to use leverage. As you know, there's the whole tour thing's a little bit different than, than some, but this, uh, but this PGL, uh, this bonus uh, pool that you're trying to put to, uh, to negate the PGL, I think it's going to be some weird things. You know, people ask me, well, how true is the Bryson DeChambeau thing with uh, uh, going with Brooks and that kind of stuff? A lot of this could just be games now, Jay, just playing back and forth because it has something to do with how you play is how much time you're going to get in front of social media. But a lot of it's just the other banter and stuff like that back and forth. And what else has been leading other than the banter between Bryson and, uh, and Brooks on this whole, I don't even know what kind of a funky feud they've got going. And is that just to rack up some dollars and uh, and play games, or how serious do you think it is? Absolutely, I I, I think it is to to rack up some dollars. I I can't imagine it's overly serious. But again, when I talk about and think about and to try to describe Brooks Kepka, the word strange, weird just kind of comes up because I feel like John, he's always looking for some sort of extra motivation. 
and always looking to to carry continually carry that chip on his shoulder you know to 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 try to motivate him and that's not unusual in the world of sports players have used that all the time you hear um in the team sports they call it bulletin board fodder where the other team will say something and 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 uh the manager or one of the players or one of the um um, one of the clubhouse guys will go grab this article and post it up so that the entire team can read it and kind of get fired up to hear what you know some of their opponents are saying about them. But it's just I, I don't know, John. Maybe it's just I'm so far removed. You know, there wasn't such a thing as this. They're tossing forty million dollars into a pot that guys are you know going to split it. It's just it's it's just well, out there. That, that, that a bunch of multimillionaires are going to split. I, I, I'm fine if they want to throw forty million more at them. Throw forty million more at them. I'm not a big fan of the of the banter. I think that's one place where where golf separates itself a little bit from some of the other sports. Just kind of the culture behind it. The, the little bit more civil. The little bit more gentleman. The little bit more. I don't know. Family hour, if you will. How do you think about that? I, that that's. That's that's why I don't like some of this. You know, John, if 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 it came out that this was all in fun and this was just to kind of raise some attention, I'd go okay. But my, I'm the same as you, and I think it's probably our age and our generation. But it it, it, it we've kind of been uh, golf's kind of stayed out of the muck, so to speak, and now it's kind of in the muck. And I I've, I've got to tell you, I've had so many people say they like it, which. Doesn't really? make me like it. That doesn't make me like it anymore, anyway. But it's it's you know it's it's uh, it's raising more awareness for golf. They're saying it's keeping uh, golf and a couple of their players in the spotlight. But yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, I hope they move on. Um, I don't know. They're both fascinating players, and I would just like to watch them play. I've always felt that way, though. It's just like I don't really want to hear the politics of a boxer or a basketball player. I just want to hear what they have to say about their sport and uh, kind of similar with golf. I, I just kind of like to see the guys play golf and it's a, it's an escape for most of us and uh, something to be fun to watch and to be impressed with the talent of these guys. Well, right on Pearl. The tip of the cap is brought to you by the Dean team of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. I'm tipping my cap to all of the PGA men and women professionals in our gateway section that are working 10 and 12 hour days. The weather is good. The days are long and they are working tirelessly to make our golf experience better. I want to thank those men and women. They're also sponsors of the show, so they're getting a little double bang here, but I really appreciate every single one of them, and I hope you do too. The Tip of the Cap is brought to you by the Dean Team of Kirkwood. I want to specifically thank Colin and Brandy. Go see them for all of your car buying needs. 314-966-0303. That is going to wrap up the On the Range segment, but don't go anywhere. We will be right back with a front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Paul Azinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. I want to thank the Gateway section of the PGA of America for supporting the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Um, There are over 300 men and women PGA professionals in over 100 golf facilities in the greater St. Louis area supporting us. They're experts in the game. They know the business of the golf, of golf. And at this point in time, 
this pandemic. The golf courses are jammed. These folks are working 10, 12-hour days and just doing great stuff and really appreciate them. Every time you pull up to a public course or a private course, a driving range, there's a really good chance by that that facility is run by a member of our section. Some of the examples of the programs that are run by these PGA professionals and the Gateway PGA section include PGA Reach, Drive, Chip, and Putt, PGA Hope, and the PGA Junior League. To learn more about the Gateway PGA, go to gatewaypga.org. To find a local PGA professional coach for your next session, go to pga.com. The PGA, growing this game we love. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In Kansas City, contact Nick Turner at Consumer Service Company. The phone number is 913-541-0438. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I am delighted to welcome Marie DeVilla to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie DeVilla is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Weidman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. When my dad died... And my mom decided she didn't want to live alone. Marie de Villa was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner. And he took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in. And there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie de Villa had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way the family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Hi, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you, as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. Proper posture and alignment can help you Keep it right down the middle. 
There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. And welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Brad Barnes, meet Big Sizzle. Our buddy here is taking care of us at the ESPN studios. And uh, the Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. It's coming up. We are one month away to this tournament. I can't wait. John, it's just going to be great. Norwood is in great shape. Hopefully the weather cooperates. We have the best field on Champions Tour. Uh, uh, The Champions Tour schedule all year, and uh, off we go. It is going to be fantastic. I can't wait either. I'm getting in shape. I want to make sure I can uh, get around and not have to hand the bag off after 14, 15 holes. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, all right, so Pearl, let's do a little, let's do a little Ryder Cup update. Um, I can't wait for uh, the end of September. It'll be a couple weeks after the Ascension Charity Classic, but it's just so exciting when I think about the setting up there, John. So let's lay that out a little bit. Whistling Straits up in Kohler, Wisconsin. Um, I will, and we'll talk about the golf course selection later, but that, that golf course does not do the Americans any favors. I will say that right off the bat. But so this year's a little different, John. Typically speaking, 10 guys would earn their way on the team, and then the captains on each uh, uh, squad would get two at-large picks. But this year, because of the pandemic, and they've made some some modifications to the selection process. This year, only six people are automatically earn are automatically going to earn their way in, and the captains are going to have six at-large picks. What do you think of that? First and foremost, you know, I think I like it less and less. I'm sure there's reasons for it. But I like that a guy can just play his way in. Not when there's too many picks and politics and, you know, golf politics, obviously, and stuff like that. It gets a little potentially wonky. Now, I think with a guy like Steve Stricker, who's pretty solid, to say the least, level-headed, et cetera, and I think in, traditionally they go kind of down the money list anyway, so I would assume they would they would do that. But I don't know. It, it, it leaves room for fudging, let's put it that way. Well, so here's what here's what I'm mostly fascinated about. And we can talk about the, well let's just talk about the uh uh you got the teams pulled up there Pearl. I'll I'll uh yep. I'll rip off the American side that are already in. You you take the uh Euros if you don't mind. We got Colin Morikawa moved up two spots. He's the number 1 um American player followed by Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka. Justin Thomas and Xander Shoffley is the last man in uh, at this point right now. What does the yep. uh, Euro side look like? We got John Rahm. We have Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton. Boy, that'd be a fireball. Matt Fitzpatrick, Rory McIlroy, Bird, Burned Weisberger. Weisberger, yeah, Weisberger. Yep, right. Beesberger. 
And then seven, thanks for that correction, Jay. I appreciate it. I thought it was the Jay Delta Golf Show, which is close was close enough, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Then then here, here I, I don't, can't say I've even heard of him. Victor Perez is number seven for them. Paul Casey, which we've all heard of. Robert McIntyre, who just had a great uh, open. Uh, Guido Migliazzi, you can call it too. Thomas Dietrich and Victor Hovland. I'm surprised is that far down. Well, Kobe he just doesn't. By... Go ahead. He didn't play there enough. Yeah, it's close to followed by Lee West, somebody who's at 13, right on the outer edge. Yeah, Lee Westwood set a record at uh, at Royal St. George's with for the most majors played in without a victory at 88. Pretty awesome. Well, so, John, wow. here's what the, the, the top 12 look like on the American sp- side. Spieth, who just moved up four with a runner-up finish at the Open Championship. Patrick Reed, Harris English, Patrick Cantlay, Daniel Berger, Tony Finau. Now, John, one of the things that I'm really interested in is seeing some new blood actually on both sides of the fence here. I think it's really, really going to be fun to get Colin Morikawa involved in there. How about someone like Patrick Cantlay being more involved in it? Um, uh, I, I, I really am... And Bryson DeChambeau, even though he did play the last one, I, I like that a lot. Also, you're going to see Victor Hovland play. He's going to be picked if he doesn't play. John Rahm has had no real presence in a Ryder Cup yet um, to speak of, but he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, world number one. We're going to have some new blood in there, Pearl, and we're going to have a lot of firepower. I'm liking the U.S. team a lot. I mean, I know this is always tough, and you made a great point that if you're picking a golf course to to our USA advantage, you wouldn't have picked Whistling Straits. It's a phenomenal property. It's an absolute bucket lister for anybody into golf, but it's not to our advantage. But uh, obviously there's a lot of talent in both teams, but I have to say, Jay, I'm liking USA. Yeah, well, I, and I told you I've got – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss this – scenario out there too pearl stricker and tiger are really close and tigers it'll be a rehab situation of almost eight months since tiger's been down about seven months really um wouldn't it be something even if it's from a cart if tiger's presence the first sighting of him on a golf course is at the wearing the red white and blue and and and, uh vice captaining this uh this u.s squad I'll bet you an ultra that he's there. Yeah, I'll bet you two. We'll have ten. Uh, his last his last experience uh, uh, was it Ryder Cup, Jay, or Presidents Cup? Anyway, his last experience was a great experience. I think it was a time when he kind of turned the tide as far as kind of who he was, what he represented to the other players. I think that was a great experience for him, and I think you're going to see him again. Yeah, no doubt. It was a Presidents Cup. I think it was down in Australia, and. Um, uh, he was. I mean, it was yeah uh, against Ernie Els and Ernie's uh, squad for the internationals. They had a great match, and Tiger was right in the middle of all of it. So Jay, so when you're looking at the other guys, the non-six, the the seven through twelve, what's your assumption that's going to happen? Are they pretty much going to go with the numbers all the way to? Nine, ten, maybe even eleven, or all the way through twelve. What do you think Strick's going to do? Well, I think Jordan Spieth's going to be a lock. I think Patrick Reed's going to be a lock. I think Patrick Cantlay's going to be a lock. Where you get into the Harris Englishes, the Daniel Burgers, the Tony Finau's of the world, uh, Webb Simpson is on the outside looking in. Uh, you've got another young stud, Scotty Scheffler, is number fourteen. 
that's where I think it's going to get dicey, Pearly, because if you scroll down a little farther, Philly Mick, number 17, I don't think Strick picks Mickelson unless he does something really spectacular from this point on in. Well, yeah, but he's already done something spectacular in winning a major, but I hear you. I don't I don't think you can go that far down when you got these guys. Say, Tony Finau, how many, how, we all know he's, He's a round away from breaking into his own and maybe being a, a world beater for years. Uh, Daniel Berger, I just think he is such a gamer and can get on fire uh, from a sporting family. He understands that whole thing. I'm, I'm having a tough time how you do anything other than go right off the list. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm a huge Daniel Berger fan. I am not as big a fan as Finau, but, I mean, what he's done is – is unmistakable and and I mean undeniable. And what about Harris English? I mean, he's arguably uh, before the Open Championship, he was probably playing better than any American player all year long. So um, it'll be it'll be real interesting. There's a guy that is really really intriguing to me, Pearl, but he's all the way down at 22, and his name is Kevin Kisner, and he's an absolute stud when it comes to match play. Yeah, but he's he's dropped off the radar a little bit the last year. Anyway, it seems like to me. But um, I don't know. I know I I love him. I love the way the guy plays. Pretty long golf course, Jay. That wind gets going and some of that kind of stuff. And by the way, another question: You and I played out there, and then we had a bet during the, for the PGA. I actually had a bet with all my sales guys, PGA, and how they would even set the golf course up. How are they going to set it up for the Ryder Cup? Are they going to make it pretty tough, you think, or is it going to be like they set it up for the for the PGA? No, I think I think it'll be pretty tough. I think it'll be I think it'll vary, Pearl. You know, because the golf course when you go to the Ryder Cup, it's weird because you you go to the PGA Championship that's been held up there, and the golf course is full of spectators and it's full of golfers, and there's so much action. When you go to the Ryder Cup, John, there's just not that much action. You know, you've got you've got what you've got five games out in the morning and five in the afternoon. And so, you know, you'll look over in the back nine to look over at the 10th tee and there'll be nobody on the back. No, no spectators, no players at all on the back nine, you know? So I, I, it'll be interesting to see what the PGA of America does in the setup and, and, and the wind conditions and the weather will, will probably have a lot to be said with what that looks like. I hope they set it up really, really hard, and they can set it up far harder than we've ever seen any event played there. And I hope they, I hope they do that. I'd like to see that. I'm with you. Well, Pearl, that's going to wrap up the uh, front nine, but uh, stay tuned. Hang in there with the Dolphins, Pearly. We're coming back to the back nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. 1-866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. 
Professional Golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club, September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic. I am with my buddy Joe Schieser from USA Mortgage. Hi, Jay. How are you? Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company, so over a 1,000 families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a a local company, please call USA Mortgage 314-628-2015 and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available and give you an opportunity to support a local company. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. This is my PGA gateway section spotlight segment and i am sitting down this morning with jp opping the head professional at bell reef country club jd thanks for joining me today jay thanks for having me man so gosh i'm not sure where to start first of all the that that title you have but you have one of the top jobs in the entire midwest being at bell reef and and one of the things that that stands out to me about about you is you're such a good player. You just won the two day PGA Professional Championship in our section this week. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. It was uh, it was a great couple of days for me. Uh, Columbia Country Club really really showed off well, and uh, the section had a good event. And I happened to come out on top this year. You know, but you're such a humble guy, and I know you don't like talking about yourself, but I'm going to make you. Um, you're 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 at Bell Reef. You you're you're carrying um, a lineage torch from the Tucker brothers that is really special. Jerry Tucker was a longtime pro there, and then Mike was there with Joe Schwent. Now Joe's moved on, and Mike's doing a great job, and now you're in the mix. Talk a little bit about what that means to you and and what it's like being at Bell Reeve. Yes, sir. It's, it, it means a lot to be here at Bell Reeve. I'm, I'm local. I'm from, you know, just outside St. Louis, so I, I always knew what the big club was. Um, to speak about Jerry, um, he has been – pretty influential in my career and and through the past uh but i didn't get to spend much time with jerry i spent a little bit in the winter with him um now i got mike tucker that i've worked for for over 12 years he is the director of golf here i'm the head golf professional so i've got to spend quite a bit of time with him he has done numerous things for not only my golf game but my career as we look forward to more events or anything that we have here at Bell Reeve, uh, I couldn't do it without the knowledge that he's given me. And, and you know, they're, they're just a, a, a great name in St. Louis golf. They, they really are. What's really special, though, bud, is that playing is a big part of your job with the membership and being able to play well, isn't it? Yes, sir. They, they both uh, encourage their team to play with the members. And, you know, as a PGA professional, I, I – got in the business because I like to play golf. I, I enjoy playing golf, and, and unfortunately, some of the business is not about playing golf. 
but with Mike uh, really encouraging me and the rest of the staff to get out with members and, and to do that. And without playing with members, I might not be able to play in tournaments, you know, not tournament ready, um, no practice because I don't play all week. So some people choose not to play because they don't get to play. For me, it just helps me uh, build my playing resume um, through, through the gateway section. Um, so I owe a lot of that to the members as well. They, they enjoy playing with all of us, but we couldn't do that without the permission or guidance of, of Mike. This is J.D. Opping. He's the head golf professional at Bell Reef Country Club here in St. Louis. He also just won our two-day PGA uh, professional championship, and you can follow him at the National PGA Championship coming up next year. J.D., thank you for joining us. Keep up the great work, and thank you for growing the game. Jay, thank you for what you do for us. Thanks for spotlighting the Gateway PGA professionals. Um, we're here for anybody that needs anybody. Reach out to your local pro, um, and we'll, we'll take care of you. So thanks for having me, and good luck. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. I want to tell you about Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. My friend Colin Furt runs the store over there, and he helped me buy a used Volkswagen for my daughter, Joe when she turned 16. We've had the car for over a year. It's running great. It's nice and safe, and we've taken it there to get it serviced just recently. Pearly, that does the show with me, just bought a nice Toyota truck from Collins. So I want you to know that if there's any sort of vehicle you need, anything at all, you can get it at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. You can call them at 314 314- 966-0303 or visit them at DeanTeamVWKirkwood.com We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Jay, your host. I got John Perlis with me, my caddy and co-host, and we are headed to the Back Nine, and it's brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency. If you need any sort of insurance for your business, for your family, for anything at all, the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers can take and will take care of you. 314-398-0101. Call Ed and his family today, and you won't be sorry. They're great people. All right, Pearl. We're going to segue from the Ryder Cup. I'm segueing. I'm segueing. Here's my segue. What do you do to prepare when you're playing, when you're uncomfortable with your game and you're just generally uncomfortable? And the reason I'm saying that's a segue is, you know, the Ryder Cup is about a two years, isn't it, Jay, of point system to be able to make it on the Ryder Cup team. You may have gained most or all of your points in the first year, and you might be having a hellacious second year, meaning you're not on your game. However you make the team, there you are in front of the world. Time to go play, Mr. Delsing, even though you know in your head I got nothing. How how do you prepare? What do you do when your game just isn't on, but you got to go play, you got to go earn a living, you got to perform for the team, whatever it may be? Yeah, John, it's the ultimate gut check. I mean, you learned so much about yourself when that happens, right? So I can remember um, thinking to myself, I was playing one year and I had missed so many cuts and uh, 
and had a miserable uh, beginning part of the year. And the only shot I could figure out how to play was like this little low trappy thing. You know, so I'd, I'd hit some low skanky off the tee, and then I'd trap something on the green. And uh, I started holding a couple of putts, and, and before I knew it, you know, I shot a couple of good scores. Somehow managed to make the cut. But you're talking about the Ryder Cup and an entirely different um, mojo. John, because you've got another team. You might be in a in an alternate shot thing. You might be in a best ball situation or in your individual match. And uh, the individual match is when you're just going to have to try to gut check and, and, and make this thing happen. We've had Curtis Strange on the show before, Pearl, and you witnessed him in a really difficult uh, match with Nick Faldo way back when. I sure did, and I'm always forgetting whether it was Brookline or Oak Hill. You can maybe remind me. But Curtis, from my perspective, was remarkably uncomfortable coming down on the first tee. He was a captain's choice of Lanny Watkins, so he's kind of there because of his buddy. And he's playing against a guy who just seemed calmer all day. Faldo just could not find the club face all day long and somehow beats Curtis Strange. So he couldn't kind of kind of get it get it done, um, and I just think it's interesting because there's so many different ways to get it done. But man, if you got to have the patience when you when you just you just feel you've got nothing, uh, you know how do you how do you get your head around that to just suck it up? I remember from an interview several times ago, Martin Brodeur, when you asked him the question, "What about the time when the when your goalie stick feels like a broom handle?" He kind of started laughing and he said. Well, that's when you kind of find out who you are. Yeah, when he goes, you try to check on your focus a little bit. And then I think and he said, John, you try to stop the puck with anything you can. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm sure there are times where the puck, and I know this, he said the puck would look as big as a beach ball, and other times it was almost invisible. And I, I think it's um, uh, what what's interesting to me, John, and we've said this before, the Ryder Cup comes down to which team makes more putts. Oh, sure. And, sure. and man, I want to have good putters all over my team. I just, because how often do we see this um, uh, bad ball striking Pearl just, you know, run rampant through the latter parts of the stages of some of those matches, and it's a team that can make that clutch, you know, 6 to 12-foot putt. And it just seems like over the years, the Euros have just outputted us. I remember I worked it for NBC with Sally, my wife, uh, in Valderrama, Spain. And I can remember the Europeans just made absolutely everything they looked at. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I ever told you the story. I'm walking, you know, we were supposed to walk fairly close to the uh, sidelines when we're doing the NBC thing. And all of a sudden I had to kneel down to get out of a shot. And, and stay quiet before one of the guys is hitting a ball. And here I am right kneeling right down next to, uh, I think it's Prince Philip, one of those Prince Philip, Prince Andrew, one of those princes over there. <laughs> and so, so, I, so I turned to him, much to the chagrin of his uh, security team, and I said, uh, Prince, did, did you see the last putt that the Europeans are going to make for the Ryder Cup? He says, excuse me? I said, did you see the last putt? that they're going to make for the Europeans for this Ryder Cup. And he turns to one of his security and uh, asks the question. And security says to me, 
Uh, he's wondering if you're serious or if you're deft. <laughs> so that that was my encounter with the uh, with the prince. But anyway, that wasn't the last putt they made. They made hundreds more putts and they kicked our butt in Valderrama. Well, John, I mentioned this at the start, and this is the thing that still irks me about the U.S. Uh, and the choices we make for the courses. The 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 course the the example you're giving at Valderrama in Spain, it's 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 been a stop on their their tour forever. Those players know that course. It's it, it it's it's like, you know, us playing Pebble Beach every year because we we go there and we play the AT and T and everybody is you know familiar with that course as opposed to, the PGA of America picking, um, Whistling Straits where we don't have any local knowledge on those greens except for the fact that it's over in our so- it's on our soil that's about the only thing that makes any sort of difference because we're going to have a massive hometown advantage but it doesn't you know reading the greens is 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 uh, is one of those things John and getting comfortable on the greens is something that comes after you know playing quite a bit so why does the PGA do that <laughs> Well, that's a good question. I think it has to do with the almighty greenback, Pearl. Yeah, I suppose it does. And it's a great great place for sure. It is. It's anyway, not like there's anything bad about the course. It's just that it's, you know, pick something that the U.S. players know better than the Euros. Pick a course. I agree. Hey, let's get back to our topic for a second. So what do you do? How do you play when you're uncomfortable? So what's the single most uncomfortable you've ever been over a given shot, a hole, a round of golf, coming down the stretch, whatever it may be. Well, I've had plenty of days where, you know, I'd rather take my name off my bag and just kind of slip out the back door so nobody saw me. But um, probably my first tee shot on the PGA Tour was as nervous as I've ever been. I felt like I almost blacked out. Before I knew it, I was in the middle of my swing, and I had no idea what was going on. And all I can say to you now, this was in 1985, all I can say to you now is thank God I was on an elevated tee. That ball did not stay in the air very long. It wasn't hit (laughs) worth a damn. I know I didn't touch much of the club face. But, John, as I look back at it now, it's all – I'd go back to breathing. I'd go back to trying to relax my body as much as I can, think about something – that is um, that that can help you relax instead of how crazy nervous you are, how 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 much your mind is racing. You need to try to slow all that stuff down. And breathing is the first place that I start at. Yeah, I remember a specific time I'm playing in just a mini tour event, and I'm hitting the ball right next to the hole. Seems like every hole, and it was one something like you said too. It wasn't pretty. I think I was playing the ball off my back foot, hit a bunch of snap hooks in there. They kept on going next to the hole. I couldn't make a putt relative to the number of short putts I had to to, to save my life. Somehow I get in a playoff. I'm on the first hole of the playoff. Duffy Waldorf's caddying for me. I got a one and a half foot putt to win the tournament. I step up over it. Back off, walk over to Duffy. He's like, Pearly, what what's wrong? He said, I said, there's no chance I can make this putt. And he looks at me like, you got to be kidding me. I, I said, I, I really don't know what to do. And he's like, well, I would just go back and do your best. So I go back there. And the only thing I could think of, it was a downhill putt, 18-incher. And the, the key I thought is don't hit it very hard because if it goes by more than six, eight inches, I won't be able to make it come back again. 
So I hit it about four inches, went out to the next hole, lost to the next hole. But that's Wait a minute, what tournament out. was that? It was just some mini tour thing in Southern California. I was eight under after two rounds, and I played great. And uh, it was some other good player, too. I was in a three-way playoff. Uh, first hole, I had a one-and-a-half footer to uh, make birdie to win. One guy makes bogey, the other guy makes par, and, uh, and that's how it happened. But, you know, I, I remember being quite calm, just knowing in my head, this can't go in the hole. No matter what I do, this can't go in the hole. And it didn't go in the hole. And you so were right again. I, <laughs> Isn't it interesting, Dale John? I've stood over putts before, and and we've been and we'll talk about this down at the Tour Championship for the Nationwide, the uh, Corn Ferry. But I've stood over putts before from twenty and thirty feet and know that I can't miss. Right. And I've also right. stood over a three foot straight uphill putt, thinking, "How in the hell am I going to get this in?" Remember when I was standing over that six-foot putt? I think it was on the last day. I was having a nice tournament somewhere in the top. Well, we were leading for a a good part of it, but somewhere in the top five or six or something like that. And I said, I backed off this putt, and you came over to me, and you said, what's going on? And I said, I'm trying to figure out how to make this thing, and I don't think there's any way possible. I do remember that. That was actually Alabama, I think. Yep. Um, one of the Bobby Jones courses. But, yeah, it's just interesting how your mind can play those tricks. I can specifically remember a time you were on the back of the green on a, another mini-tour event that you didn't play in too many. I played in a lot. And I made birdie on the last hole from about 12, 15 feet. Uh, you and I were traveling together. And there was no doubt in my mind it was going in the hole. Absolutely no doubt in my mind. Yeah, and, and I can remember, Pearl, you know, that's why you do a pre-shot routine with all of your stuff. And so let's focus on yep. that real quick as we wrap this segment up. But I can remember saying to you, you know what, John, the best I can do is just commit to hitting this thing uh, uh, an inch out somewhere outside the right edge and doing my routine. And you know what, Pearl, somehow that ball slopped in the hole. I remember that. I was going to say, if you didn't remember, I remember it went in the hole. You bet. Yeah, we got to get into the routine. We have to do what we have control of and do our damnedest to let go of everything else. And don't think, if you can think it's going in, it feels like you're going in, then run with that feeling. (laughs) If it's not, then just go numb if at all possible. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's going to wrap up the back nine. Uh, But uh, come on back to Golf with Jay Delsing. Folks, we're going to go to the 19th hole. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marco and Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In St. Louis or St. Charles County, contact Brian Propes at AAA Home Services. The phone number is 636-299-3871. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I know you've heard me talk about Whitmore Country Club. I want to thank them for supporting the show again for the third year and tell you things are going great for them. There's 90 holes of golf when you join at at Whitmore Country Club. The membership provides you access to the 
Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. Cart fees are included. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. 24-hour fitness center is fantastic. There's two large pool complexes uh, and three tennis courts. Stop in the golf shop. you got to see my buddy Bummer. He is an absolute great guy that would love to help you with your game and love to show you around um, the uh, facility. He and his staff uh, run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events. There's live music. There's uh, uh, great dining opportunities out there, outside, inside. Anything you and your family need golf-wise, fun-wise, visit WhitmoreGolf.com or call them at 636-926-9622. Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Hey, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Do you want to have a more consistent golf swing? Hell, I know I sure do. SSM Health Physical Therapy's golf program has Titleist Performance Institute certified physical therapists trained to assess your movement patterns, your mobility, and your stability to help make your golf swing more efficient and repeatable. They can help your golf game. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves St. Louis area families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to hey, you by Pickle Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Pearly May is with me, and we are headed to the 19th hole brought to you by Miklo Baltra. Pearl, grab one. Let's get going over here. Um, all right, so we've transitioned. We were just talking about how in the hell do you prepare to play? How do you play? What do you do on the golf course when your your left hand feels like your right foot and vice versa, and you you, you don't know what to do? Yeah, when you've got absolutely nothing, and it happens a lot, and I got to believe it happens to some degree during most four-round four tournaments, no matter how things are going, there's just – periods, points of the, of the event where it just doesn't feel well. But one of the things you did to combat that, which a lot of players do, is work with a sports psychologist. Yep. Fortunately, I think for you and for me, uh, as an offshoot from getting to hang out with you, got to know Bob Rotella, superstar sports psychologist, just fun guy, great guy across the board. So what are some of the tips he gave you, Jay, 
as far as getting through those moments. Well, those f- times. well, first of all, I can remember, Pearl, being talking to you and talking to my brother, being on tour for three or four years, and I think I was the only guy out there that didn't have a sports side guy. You know, we didn't – right. it wasn't that popular. Uh, people didn't talk about it, but everybody was seeing it. But what Bob does is keep – get breaks this thing down to really, really simple concepts. You know, and he talks about – it's it's all about your mind and what you think of and what you choose to give energy to, right? And um, most of all of the things that I dealt with, John, were, were me focusing on negative outcomes and being too much into the results. And when the, the biggest thing that we talked about initially was getting into the processes, the processes of having your mind where you want and knowing that you don't have control over the ball, even though sometimes you feel like you do, and having your head right and freeing it up, meaning no steering, no guiding. I'm going to swing with as much conviction is I can muster at this point in time and then go from there. That's a huge piece of it. Uh, he would walk around. Did he even caddy for you a time or two, Jay? We played together in the, in the ping pro scratch event down at uh, in Arizona starting the year off a couple times. So how was that playing with him and just watching him do it for himself and hopefully rubbing on you off you that much more when you were actually playing with him? Yeah, he was an absolutely good, uh, you know, scratch handicap, and he did exactly what he professed to do. He he lived his life that way. You know, he's a completely positive guy. He was a realist. It wasn't like he ignored. Uh, it wasn't like he said the negative stuff isn't happening. It's just that he he gave it no energy. And so yeah, to, got, to watch I, him, I got to hang out. With, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and to watch him to watch him play golf that way. I mean, he got into his routine, Pearl, and he 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 would let that putter rip, and he didn't have the uh, the prettiest of putting strokes, but man, he made a hell of a lot of putts. I remember that. I got to play with you guys a, a time or two, and I can remember when he started getting in my head uh, during the one back nine at uh, True North, and I just played absolutely fantastic, and it was just. It took me a couple of holes to see what he was even doing, but all of a sudden I just found myself freed up and letting that thing fly. I, I was a huge fan. I had the opportunity to work with Bruce Ogilvie, which was also a sports psychologist out of San Jose State. He was certainly a predecessor to uh, to Bob, very well known as well. And just the things that I learned through that whole process, I would just encourage your listeners to look into that kind of stuff if you've never done it and maybe even get a session or two with a with a sports psychologist. There's a tremendous amount you can learn about yourself, how to play the game, and a different approach to the game that you may never have even considered. Or Pearl, just read some of his books. I mean, some of his books yeah. are enlightening. It's a, it's an easy way to do it. Pick up Golf is Not a Game of Perfect or Golf's a Game of Confidence. I think there's even a chapter on me in there, and um, uh, that'll that's that's reason for you to go out and buy a book. Uh <laughs> anyway, uh, but what's interesting is to watch him. What I loved about him, loved about hanging around him, is he absolutely walked the walk, the walk, and talked to talk. John, he was he absolutely did and lived it, lived it every single moment. And when we would talk about a lot of different um, 
it was what was really cool is when Bob and I would get together with like another player. And do you remember at the time when Nick Price was the best player in the world, world number one? He won what three or four majors, Pearl, in a short. Uh, span of time and was just terrific. And Nick Price is just a prince. I need to get him on the show. He was just a just an awesome, awesome dude. And he was so honest about, yeah, like I, I thought I was going to hit this wedge fat from the middle of the fairway with a perfect line hit it in the water. And I'm like, you shot 63 today and you're leading the tournament. He says, yeah, I had that thought and I just kind of backed off and regrouped and got back into my uh, – got back into my target and got back into what I was doing and quit worrying about the negative, the possible negative results. And John, one of the other things Nick said to me that was so fascinating and so helpful, he's like, you don't, he's like Jaybird, you don't have to try to stuff every single iron shot. Here I am on this, you know, this one hole and it calls for a long iron with a draw and this, that, the other thing. And he's like, I, yeah, I'm aiming 40 feet from the hole and all I want to do is put it in the middle of the green so that I can have a uh, a nice, you know, relaxing par, or or, or a, a real good chance to two putt from 40 feet out there, and not make a huge number. And John, you and I, and some of the prep that we used on courses, would would identify a couple dangerous holes and really take the steam out of that hole by our strategy. No question, no question that that preparation. My guy Bruce Ogilvy would have me rehearse a whole golf course. And, you know, you have to understand that things can go a little bit different. But from a comfort standpoint, it gave me the comfort of, okay, I've got a plan here. And if I, you know, if things go awry, then, you know, we'll come off the plan. We'll, we'll have plan B, if you will. But I can remember that kind of giving me some, some peace of mind. It was a big deal when I started working with sports psychologists. I, I know specifically I went from barely making the team to starting on the team, making the U.S. Amateur doing fairly well in it relative to making a cut, you know, winning, winning a match, that type of stuff. And just feeling like it was, like I had a whole different opportunity out there every time I played instead of dragging around the same old, you know, challenges I always had. John, look at Tom Brady, the best of all time that's played football. And he talks about his prep. And there is such strong prep that needs to be done in golf. And I can tell you the best prepper – in modern day is Tiger because when he goes through his stuff and you watch him knock off one of those 82 events that he won, you could tell he had done that before. In his mind, he knew that thing was going down and it was impressive to watch and that's what you have to do in terms of prep. You got to see yourself playing the course. You got to see yourself handling adversity. You got to forgive yourself for the mistakes, right? You know you're going to make them. There's no doubt about that. The mistakes are going to happen, but uh, the, the prep is absolutely huge. And uh, I'm going to push back a little bit. If people have a chance, work work one-on-one with it. Heck yeah, I read the books, but work one-on-one with with the sports psychologist. It's uh, it's a very unique experience, and it can go a long way, not just in, the, in your golf game, but in uh, – in the in in the life game as well. Yeah, no, I, it's not a substitute if you can get uh, some personal time. Well, Pearl, that's going to wrap up another show. Can you imagine that? I can't imagine that. What number of show is that for us? What are we in? You're you're three something. Yeah, we are in. Uh, this is show thirty one. So we got what do we have? Fifty one oh four and thirty one. Meet one hundred forty two. All right, one hundred forty two. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, let's do that. All right. <laughs> Well, Pearly, we'll see you next week. Uh, have fun, Dolphin King. We'll talk to you later. Me, thanks for taking care of us. And uh, hit him straight, St. Louis. Peloton, let's go. This holiday. 
with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.